This old pain is going down. All right. So if you've been paying any type of attention, you just heard songs about supporting the troops. God bless them. And what that means, who that means, and the ambiguities and the lines of international conflict that uh, come between. And the various laws we are told we have broken time and time again because our heart was in the right place. Uh, And you know what? War never honors the people whose hearts are in the right place. That's a real shame. You know, it's all about Geneva and legalities Mm -hmm. and all that type of stuff. It's all about law this, law that. You know, you broke this and you broke that. It's not saying, hey, you made a friend here. You shared a story here. It's never a pat on the back. It's always a slap on the wrist. You know, when I'm in front of a war council talking about a, a, a village I burned, mm-hmm. they're never saying, hey, tell us that that fun story you heard Mm-mm. or tell us that time your heart grew three times the size it was before. Never. Y- y- you want to make a story out of the Grinch, but... You- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that the, the, the Grinch who came down <laughs> and... You know how he brought all the Who's down in Whoville together? He he made them he made them he put them against him. Right. He created he pit a conflict. himself against them. He was a martyr. The Grinch he <laughs> You wanna talk about the Grinch? Listen, the Grinch he you you have a Grinch and you, he has his little dog friend uh-huh. and he's out there and he's he's an army he's a terrorist group of one. Oh yeah, the Grinch. He <laughs> is a guerrilla fighting force waging a war against Christmas, in which I like to point out he loses, obviously, but that's right. a different. He discussion. loses, but he also wins because oh, his yeah. heart grows three times the size. And, and that, when that's, I went, that's why everybody wins in wars. What and, we're trying to say. And when I went in front of the intelligence committee and I told them that my heart grew three times the size, they said doesn't matter because you supported ISIS. <laughs> and oh no, but you want to you oh, want to yeah. make a movie of the Grinch. <laughs> You want Drim, you want Drum Carey to play the Grinch, but you want Benedict Cumberbatch to give a voiceover for the Grinch. For the Grinch, you you have a Grinch and you have you have some fun, yeah. But you don't you want me to testify in front of the Senate? You just wanna you wanna gather a group of your close friends and really just anybody who's got a. a an open heart and an ear that'll listen about how you just created memories that'll last a lifetime. And instead, the only people listening to you are a, uh, a, a committee that has been brought together by the, the, the governing bodies of all bereaved nations yeah. to say how you quote unquote wronged both parties. <laughs> Uh, you know, and all it's, because of laws, and it's disgusting. And you've left, you've left Gus and I the only defense, which is to hide amongst 
multiple dimensions mm. that we have found within time and the Earth's atmosphere. That is one thing they don't talk about in country music, and really just being traveling artists is yeah. when you spend enough time on the road and you discover truths about your fellow man, you also tend to, to delve into to different truths that you didn't even know existed. Thanks to multiple times. I mean, when you play it safe, if you're mm-hmm. a Keith Urban and you're having fun, you're playing it safe, you don't need other dimensions. Oh, no. He's just he's just a one-trick pony. You're a one-dimension his... bitch. Uh-huh. That's right. right. You, you found Nicole Kidman in your first dimension. Congratulations. All right? Whoop-de-freaking-do. Whoop-de-freaking-do. All right? We can't all be so lucky. Some of us need second, third, fourth dimensions, and we need to travel to. That's right? right. Which brings us to our next topic, which is science fiction and legalities. Which are surprisingly tied to the hip. But once you get used to it, it makes a lot of sense. And you just need to break it down word mm-hmm. by word. First Absolutely. off, science. Yep. Everybody knows that the first part of science is is a papier-mâché volcano. Oh, absolutely. And And that's how you start. That's how you start. And then after that, it is just an expansion of our understanding of not just the natural world, but the universe at large through the same platform of papier-mâché. And then you go on to the solar system. Uh, Understood. Mm -hmm. Which is balls of clay. Big old balls of clay. Because, I mean, we I remember it was back right around the Vietnam War. Mm Mm-hmm. Good time. Oh, good time. Good time. We were pro. We were pro. And there were some that were against, one being Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. Bob Dylan, he he had himself a song, and we played our song. Yep. And it was kind of like a dueling banjos thing, hmm. even though neither of us had banjos. Yeah. And so, but I, I remember just the first thing, Bob Dylan, he was just upset because it was technically, well, according to him and his legal team, a Bob Dylan concert. Mm. But... <laughs> We, we thought that there was an just unspoken understate, understanding that we was invited. I mean, if you're having a concert and you you allow musicians to buy tickets to your concert, you know that it's an open concert to any musician who brings their instrument. It's a musician's coat. Right, it's a musician's coat. And so we were following Musicians Code. So we came on stage and we said... Like like the Geneva Convention for Musicians. Yeah. And we... Right. Yeah. And so we said, oh, oh, was that your best shot? Mm-hmm. And so we played our favorite, just ginnied up, mm-hmm. Richard Nixon, air raid classic. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of boots. Oh, yeah. And Bob Dylan said, well, I'll play another song. And he said... He played Masters of War, mm-hmm. and we said, "Mother fucker!" That just that just crossed the line for us. It like crossed we, the line in the way that we said it crossed the line of good and bad, and we said that's better than anything we've ever done. Yeah, I mean, it did. But I, I read. I appreciate you uh, supporting our fellow artists, but for me, I just, I just could not get over the breach in etiquette that all we did was show up. Interrupt the man's concert to play a song that no one asked for. <laughs> All we did was show up with our own roadies yep. and music and and background band and say, "Hey, can we share half of this stage for one song?" And he's well, actually, before he could say anything, we already started. We already because obviously the answer is going to be, "Yep, 
the legend is true about us mm. is we could get a full concert going within <laughs> within 14 seconds, which is about the time we timed out for what it would take to get us off stage. Oh, yeah. And so we were there 14 seconds into our song, and he said, motherfucker. We, I, couldn't, I couldn't even hear that part because I was already being deafened by the roar of booze from the audience. <laughs> and, you know, we, we have this thing where when we start a song, we can tell almost within seconds if people like it or not because there's something about the notes we play oh. that either get... Like a like a almost religious experience of cheers, or mm-hmm. sometimes they're not ready for it, or it's as if we are creating a tumor inside of people's heads instantly. <laughs> Their bodies physically, volatilely, and violently react against them, and their boos are actually cries to stop. Mm-hmm. It, it's at this point, it's not even just a taste in music; it is just a uh, uh, an involuntary survival mechanism. Please, the pain is too much, oh. is what their body is saying. And so when Bob Dylan played Masters of War, we said, hey, there must be something that we're not understanding mm-hmm. about the world on a deeper scale. And when we went and we we pulled Bob Dylan backstage, we kind of held him up against the wall and we slapped mm-hmm. him around a little bit. And we said, we what do you know? to get them all loosened up. And he said, science. He said science. That really changed things for and, us. And he said one word, mm-hmm. which was science. I just It just resonates in my head. Science. Yeah, he just said science, and then he he died. <laughs> he did. He died. So the person's wandering around with Bob Dylan. I don't think that's Bob Dylan, because I watched Bob Dylan die. But that, that is right. I, I, I watched it happen as well. And we kicked him around for about 45 minutes, just being like, hey, are so, you sure you're dead? So it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a surprise, but I was still disappointed that he died on us. Absolutely. It, you know, it's it's most of the time it's a disappointment when you mm-hmm. when someone dies. You know, that just makes me wonder if there's a Bob Dylan walking around right now, I'm wondering which which of the many parallel universes just lost to Bob Dylan. In order to make up for the Bob Dylan that we essentially murdered, and, and and you know that goes into, and I feel like we covered science, and that goes into the next section, oh, good which segue. is fiction, mm-hmm. right? Fiction being okay. So we talked about science, we talked about a volcano, oh yeah, and we talked and about planets and paper mache and planets and and, and the body's uh, a natural reaction. Uh, to to uh, immediately hate musicians who play music that is just causes pain, right? Mm-hmm. And that's we're just that's really just us that's, that I know about. <laughs> so far, and, you know, we've asked other musicians, be like, "Hey, does anybody does anybody tell you it feels like a tumor's growing in their head when you they sing songs?" And, and they, everyone so, said no, hard no. They, they look at us. Usually, there's a pause. They kind of look at each other silently. As in, like, is, is this some kind of joke? But no, is this we, some kind of, it's either is it some kind of joke or we know you are the tumor creator. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's like, oh, uh, who let these boys in? This, who let the dogs this theater? Yeah, who let every time? That is actually the only other song known to man that causes a violent body destruction, destructing reaction in human beings. Is and who let the dogs out? If you listen to Who Let the Dogs Out. You should probably go get checked out. Mm, you, I believe, you are, uh, you are entitled to a class action lawsuit. You are riddled with cysts. Mm-hmm. Just it's a fact. Just say it. It's a fact. Who let the cysts out? 
the Baja man. Yeah, that's correct. So, going to fiction, right? Mm -hmm. And we talked about parallel universes, right? And so, fiction to us is a very loose idea. Mm -hmm. Fiction basically just means what is being described that is hard to explain using science. And science being paper mache volcanoes and clay planets and and people getting tumors in their brains from songs. Yeah, so, so it's like it's like sort of a combination of arts and crafts yep. and natural phenomena. Right. Understood. Yeah. So if you can't explain it, that's science. If that's science. But if you can't if you can't explain it using arts and crafts, then it's then that, fiction. That is correct. That's fiction. Uh-huh. Right? So fiction is everything that you can't explain with the paper shame volcano, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or and, or uh, uh, involuntary pain caused indirectly to another human body. Understood. Mm-hmm. So for example, in this other dimension, there's uh-huh. a dimension where I killed my wife, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, that is, that's right. That's but right. we just heard two tracks ago that I was speaking to my big green curvy wife, mm-hmm. right? Oh, How yeah. is that possible? Science fiction. Science fiction, mm-hmm. right? And and we've we've categorized it like different types of Earths that we've lived on. Oh yeah, right. Like there's one Earth where I killed my wife. Uh huh. There's one Earth where my wife's a green little Kirby. Uh huh. There's another wife where. Uh, wife life. Uh-huh. You know, m- mainly my my lives are d- defined by the wives. Yeah, other other than the wives, uh all of your incarnations seem to be quite similar to one another. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much <laughs> just you. You're the same, but you're your significant your, other. My wife's different. Yeah, it's it's always yeah. it's it's always generally the same person, but just sort of the the circumstances that happened to her. A lot of people tell me, "Hey, yeah. you keep cheating on your wife. You either keep killing your wife, or you're you're either cheating on your wife or you're killing uh-huh. your wife." And uh-huh. I say, "Absolutely not. Different uh-huh. dimensions." Yeah, they <laughs> they don't get dimensions. it, and that, I mean that's when this becomes a whole what they call thought experiment, where they're like, "Well, what about?" What about the alternate reality versions of yourself? And we said, well, just kill them too. Yeah, I killed them too. Oh, easy. Easy. Right? So that, ne- that's that's you, a simple you, answer. You ain't never going to meet them because I'm the strongest one you're ever going to see. Yeah. Now, you just, just got to get up from behind because they don't, they don't, for some reason, they don't know about the alternate dimensions yet. Right. So you come up, you choke mm. them. Right yeah, away. that's called the element of surprise. So when people say, hey, I feel like I met your wife, your other wife, mm-hmm. quote unquote, from another dimension the other yeah. day when you were with her at like a tennis club, and I uh-huh. say, you. Oh, so you're a time traveler. Uh-huh. You're, you're you're a dimension traveler. Uh-huh. And they say I'm not a dimension traveler. I just go to the same country club as you, and I'm going to tell your wife. Yeah. And then I say, Oh God, you sound like you're another dimension of me. Yeah. And that's when I choke him out. Oh yeah. And I'm just I want to I want to just go back here real quick and just say, look, if you are having relations with a woman who is your wife, but from another wife, that ain't cheating. That ain't cheating. It's, it's Absolutely not. Woman. If you're, uh, let ain't. me tell you something. If you're in, if if your other wife's in another dimension, uh-huh. then you need to respect that dimension, right? Oh yeah. So so I have I have like three or four dimensions where my wife is a is an Asian is a Asian uh, woman at a uh-huh. studio in Pacific Beach, uh-huh. uh, California, mm-hmm. and and we have fun. And sometimes I take her to dim sum. Mm. But like different dim sum restaurants around the local community, like where like they ain't gonna meet each other, yeah. just in case like dimensions, like if we get into a situation where it's like mm. dimensions collapse or whatever. Yeah. Um, and 
I honor all of them, mm. including my wife, who's green and circular. <laughs> yeah, it's, I if, honor her too. If 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 that is not the the spitting image of devoted and selfless love, then well, I I don't I don't know what love is. Right. Yeah. You are you're putting. You're putting your partner, not just your partner above yourself, you're putting your multiple partners above yourself, and that is a thing of beauty. Absolutely. I believe, I want to say at least one, if not many, of William Shakespeare's romantic plays was about this. Yeah, no question. Yeah. No question. Like, Romeo and Juliet. Uh-huh. So you have Romeo, right? Absolutely. And he's got Rosalind. Yep. First thing right out the gate, he says, I love Rosalind. But that ain't happening. That ain't happening Mm-mm. because he goes he goes to another dimension mm-hmm. and he says, Hey, I found this Juliet. There, spoiler alert, there's more than one Verona. Right. In which more, our story lay. Yeah, in which our story lay. And then nobody else uh-huh. in Romeo and Juliet respects he uh, his ability to go to other dimensions, and th- that's why he died. He doesn't die because he's dumb. No, he dies because everybody else is dumb and doesn't yeah. understand that. Like you live your life in other dimensions. Yeah, and that when I go to Pacific Beach and have dim sum with with uh, Becky, uh-huh. but then I go to Pacific Beach and have dim sum with Tammy uh-huh. at another dim sum place. It's not me being bad. It's me respecting. The other dimensions and science, uh-huh. which is science fiction. And so, if you don't respect science fiction, then I think I should be able to yeah. harm you physically. Yeah. No, that, that is, if there were were some sort of Geneva Convention written about parallel dimensions, which there, for some reason they're right. Yeah. I, I don't know how, but we're we're some of the two only people. In all of existence, who are aware of and can even travel amongst different alternate realities, but yeah. that is just how it is. Uh, if there were, I'm pretty sure they'd say, "Yeah, you can go ahead and kill that other self if you win." <laughs> right. It's trial. It's, it's, it should it's be battle. Battle of the fittest. And if and you're from, dating someone on like plenty of fish, and yeah. like you do something, and you're like, "Hey, I like didn't call you back no. because whatever." Like I just got like a lot of stuff on my plate. Yeah. And, like maybe I might try to be getting a master's degree, just whatever, like expand my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh well, you're canceled." Well, guess what? If I'm in another dimension, I'm not canceled. In the other, dim- I'm I'm only canceled in your dimension. Yeah. So if you if I'm with another woman from another dimension and I'm having dim sum with her and I run into you and then you say no, hey, and you pull my other dimension Tammy aside no. and say, hey, he's canceled because he didn't call me back because he was he lied about doing a master's degree. That's not I'm not canceled. Yeah. That's the science fic. If you don't understand science fiction. Honestly, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to. And I feel like Red's particular story is is a true testament to how one should really uh, behave <clears throat> within the the multifaceted dimensions we got going on in existence. For me, I'm not even getting the same plates. Uh-huh. If I'm with Tammy yeah. and I'm at dim sum, I'm yeah. getting different plates than when I'm with like Diane. Oh, it's We're called getting, it's called respect. Yeah, That's you're not respect. getting the same plates. No, definitely. If you're not. at dim sum in one dimension mm. and you get dim sum in with in another dimension, Look, but if, it's if the you, same plates. If you get you're dump- in the same dimension. If you get don't dumplings, lie to yourself. If you get dumplings with Becky 
and then uh, just nothing but egg rolls with Tammy, then you are honorable. Further proof. Uh-huh. For, it's it's not even just dimensions, it's chivalrous. But Absolutely. if I'm getting egg rolls with, with Tammy, and then I'm getting egg rolls with Diane, yeah, sure, call me out. Oh, call yeah. Call me out. Call he me almost the- did once. He almost did. I almost did. I almost did. But he didn't do that. But I never would. That. He thought about it, but he because it's you can have thoughts. It's okay. It's we, okay we to struggle. have thoughts have, about other dimensions. We have we have dark periods, but we never act on them. Yeah. We always all we do is we satisfy our multi-dimensional lovers, and we immediately exterminate our multi-dimensional selves, like gentlemen. <laughs> For me, I, I will say though, I'm not as a, a don't have as a, a diverse romantic. Forays as uh, uh, say red here. I really, for me, I have the one wife here, and <laughs> well, it's more than enough. She's a real, she's a real bear. She and she, it's pretty much the same thing. Each dimension, it just it gets boring enough. It's like she follows you through dimensions. It's it's as if like, I, I all I can say is it's boring enough in the one dimension. I don't want to have any more of the boring. It's like you go to the doctor's office and they say, hey, it's going to take 30 minutes to see the doctor. You say, oh, I want to double up on that. Let's make it an hour. <laughs> no. That's that's what it would be like to have, to even focus my time and attention on two versions of my life. I'd like to think of this hypothetical situation a little bit more. If someone says, hey. Yeah, if someone, if someone, if a nurse comes in and says, "Hey, yeah, doctor can see you in about thirty minutes," uh-huh. and then you say, "No, I want to," you see that that waiting period, thirty minutes. I want, I want to double that and make that an hour. <laughs> I just want. And then wait. if I was a nurse in this <laughs> hypothetical scenario, I'd say, "To what end? Why would you?" Because I don't want to see the doctor. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to do it. My wife is like the waiting period of a half hour, and I don't, I don't like it. It's already boring. I don't want another one. No. Oh, thank you're it. saying you're saying your marriage in this one dimension is yeah. so boring and awful. It's that, like waiting that in the doctor. You're doctor's worried office. about going to another dimension uh-huh. and saying, "Oh, now I have to handle." Multiple dimensions yeah. where I have a horrible marriage. I, 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 I thought I was clear up front, but I, apparently <laughs> is that not. it? That is precisely. I nailed it. it. You okay. nailed it right in the head. But for me, the one thing that I keep on trying to change in the different dimensions is I keep on trying to instill the many life lessons that I've been trying to preach on my son Cody yeah. into the different versions of Cody. And so I keep on teaching him different lessons and keep on depriving keep on depriving him of love. And also making him feel bad about doing anything outside of his immediate gratification. But he keeps on doing these things that embarrass me. This dimension's reality right now. He is a defense attorney who only takes up uh, uh, cases that he quote-unquote believes in. And he runs on his own time and money a food bank in Los Angeles. No thank you. I go preach my ways of, hey... Just have a good time by have starting fun, wars yeah. and looking out for yourself. Yeah. And now, apparently, one dimension, he's a doctor who travels around the country and looks care of people in developing nations. What a piece of shit. What the fuck? In another dimension, he is a scientist trying to research cures for things like cancer, 
What the hell? Absolute embarrassment. Cody keeps on fucking up in every dimension, and I, I get tired of it. He's not even trying to cure cancer for a venture capitalist and then hide the cure? No, that's the thing. He's, he's doing it for realsies? He keeps, the way he says it, he's, he says, I'm trying to find a cure that is accessible to everyone. Oh, fuck him. I, I want to throw fuck up him. every time he says fuck that. Fuck him. He's a real piece if of shit. If you're curing cancer... You're holding that in a bottle, and you're mm. selling it to the highest bidder. Oh, yeah. Or you're not doing science fiction. You want to lord that over the rest of your society so that you can be in charge and basically call the shots and do whatever you want. He, he's being, uh, He's an embarrassment. An absolute embarrassment. And if he's going to be a doctor uh-huh. curing people uh, in, in, forgot in about third world one. countries... Uh-huh. I hope he's curing him with Rocket Launcher, and his name's Dr. Rocket Launcher. He's not. He actually actively tries to stop he's armed tri- conflict. He's triaging and working on patients. That's exactly what he tells me, and I, I just go into a blind rage. He doesn't have a machete, and he's not like, my surgery is cutting off your dick? No. No. He doesn't even... He doesn't even go up to a, a, a father and just say, hey, I can cure your child, but you're going to have to give me everything that you own. He does it sometimes. Get this. He does it sometimes at no cost because he is funded by his organization, Doctors Without Borders. I can barely say that without throwing up in my mouth. So he's not saying, hey, you're pregnant with my treasure, and then mm-hmm. he... He does a C-section and looks for gold in your stomach? Here's the thing. He doesn't even impregnate other women other than He's his own wife. He's not impregnating other women? He, he doesn't. He is. A, he makes money, and he's got a good job, and he does not use that to get honeys? He does not do that to get them honeys. He, what the? Or f- them monies. And I hate it. God damn it. I need, I need, I need. I'm getting all worked up. I gotta take a moment alone. I'm gonna just go work on the computer real quick. <laughs> Stop drawing hearts on Army Hammer. I said I'm on my computer. I am. I am modifying. I'm modifying my Army Hammer file. I'm just updating his IMDb. Just I'll be right back. <laughs> you can't. You can't. His IMDb. What's disgusting is that you're looking at my computer. Which happens to be on IMDb, and you're trying to fill out a piece of paper with updated IMDb. Just have a computer. I just have your own I have computer. A computer. I, I have a computer. I it look the army army hammer. <clears throat> look, I'm I'm at army hammers IMDb page on. <laughs> My computer. You're not on. Your, that's not <laughs> his page. It is a it's photo just, of him. It is a that photo says Mexico of him. and a heart. It's <laughs> not is. his IMDb. It I says have IMDb. Right I have Army left. Hammer's IMDb up right now. Oh yeah, you motherfucker! I have it open right now, and I watched you cheat off the IMDb, and you're writing his movie titles up there, and some of these are rumored, and once they get taken off and they're no longer rumored, oh yeah, you're going to have to erase them. The, re- the reason yours, mine is correct. The reason yours... He's not correct. Yours, how is yours more correct than mine when yours is based because, off of mine? Because I just wrote on mine, and you haven't even hit the refresh button in several minutes. <laughs> well... 
do. All you gotta that do is means- hit the refresh button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm hitting the refresh button. So now mine is more important than yours. Now you ain't done it right. <laughs> Clearly, your computer's frozen. Your your computer is literally frozen because it's a piece of paper that's based off of what I do with my computer. Uh, right now, I I'm using that coding boot camp I use. You're not using a coding boot camp because you're running everything with a pen. How dare you? That is how you code. I, you use you that is the first thing I, I learned to the, the coding, coding boot camp. I went to the coding b- motherfucking boot camp. I went to the coding motherfucking boot camp, and you made fun of me. And now you're sitting here with a piece of paper on a goddamn corkboard, and you're pretending that you're on a coding boot camp. I'm writing code. That is how you write code. You are writing the things that are off my screen. You son of a bitch. Though I need that's all I need to get the source of information to keep the. IMDb website for Army Hammer up to date So because I'm a coder and I'm good at what I do. You son of a bitch. I'm the you best. You saved all of this and you did not say any of this during the cybersecurity track. You kept all of this to yourself, you son of a bitch. Because if I told you, I wouldn't have, the knowledge would not be secure, so I needed <laughs> to securely well, keep it you to myself. What? Now it's unsecure and you seem stupid. Because you're writing shit with a pen. You say that, but you just, you're going to feel like a real idiot when you hit that refresh button. It starts working, and it looks exactly like my immaculate How IMDb page. Would- it is a photo of Army <laughs> Hammer that says IMDb Mexico and has hard on it. I would like to go over three movies I listed. would like to go over the logistics of this. Right. How... When I click refresh, how is my screen going to look like your screen? Because it is going to refresh and update to the new information that I have just uploaded. I haven't saved the changes. (laughs) That's why it is not reflected as such. I swear to God. I swear to God, Gus. You are full of shit because I've watched you copy everything off my screen. And when I hit refresh, it's going to be different. I needed to make sure that the source was accurate. How is... (laughs) Motherfucker, Gus, how is yours going to be more updated than mine when everything you base your is mine? Because I wrote in Mexico and a heart. Tell me. Tell me where on the, I'm the old, this is like 10 years ago, IMDb page of Army Hammond grew looking at. Where does it have a heart and where does it say Mexico? Nowhere. I'll risk my case. God fucking damn it. I, you I, wrote that. No. Because you got a you got a hunch that Army Hammer is Mexican because it's Arm E Hammer, which is something my wife said. And yep. if you heard anything my wife said, you know you can't necessarily trust what she says. Oh, uh, that just goes to show how even though I had faith in you as a as a, a faithful husband to your many wives, here you are not trusting Connie in this dimension that we are currently in with. <sighs> Everything she says about beloved Latino actor, <laughs> Army Hammer. All right. Here's the deal. I'm going to refresh the page. I'm going to refresh the page. I haven't saved the changes yet. Save the changes. You said you can't trust me? <laughs> My wife just woke up from her slumber. Oh, you're in for it now, brother. She's waddling over. Almost, she's so angry. She's almost like rolling over. She's a dark green. All right, I'm gonna refresh the IMDb. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm looking at what's probably about to be a murder scene right now. 
But I actually, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I can't look because I got to get back and modify this Arm and Hammer IMDb page so I can save these changes and that Red can refresh his page and see the updates. Honestly, I'm so excited to get to this other dimension where I'm having dim sum with Tammy. What? It's a woman from another dimension. Other dimension, women don't know each other. God yeah. damn it! It's just it's science fiction and legality. It, it is one of his transdimensional husbandly duties. You are welcome to have be married to a paragon of chivalry and legalities. Uh-huh. One being rules are rules. Uh-huh. One rule being if you don't have a mic, you can't interject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is an interment interdimensional rule. Well, good night. <laughs> good night. One being, another rule being, hey, if you're not, if there's a woman in a dimension, if there's a woman, sorry. It's all right. Collect yourself, Red. We got time. Deborah just took her shirt off. Deborah just took her shirt off and waddled. It's I, I got that on camera too. I'll be sending that too. I was legitimately not expecting Deborah to walk out of the room and then take her shirt off. Is that is that like some kind of sign of dominance? I don't <laughs> I, I don't I don't know everything Connie's with, or Deborah's kind. Everything with Deborah is a sign of dominance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but part of the legalities is other dimensional women don't mm-hmm. talk to other dimensional women. Right, that's so, true. So when I'm having dim sum, you can't talk about dim sum with other women that I know. No, that's that's rude. That's that's, and it's not only rude; it's illegal because mm-hmm. we're talking about legality. I'm pretty sure the very fabrics of time and space would collapse if you even did that. It, that's what I say. I'm like, if if I'm if if you, they're like, oh my god, you're cheating, and I'm like, I'm not cheating. I'm preserving the balance of multiple dimensions. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, that's the thing about when you uh, uh, interact with with uh, uh, folks that you have a relationship with in other dimensions, they get all selfish about it, and they don't understand yeah. that we're just trying to be good stewards yeah, of the, the multidimensional universe, Cause multiverse. Because you're, you're so caught up about your dimension. Have you uh-huh. thought about other dimensions? No. Uh-huh. Like, how does this affect me? Or it sounds like you're cheating on me. Me, no. me, me. Hold no. on. No, I'm That's preserving multiple dimensions, mm-hmm. and I'm jumping through them, right? Because sometimes I have to have dim sum when I had dim sum like an hour ago, and it's like my stomach's full, but I do that as a sacrifice. Uh-huh. Absolutely, and no one no one appreciates that. And whenever that comes up during these fights, and I say, "Well, you know, you have a broken heart, and you feel like you don't trust me," but my stomach's full. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's a sacrifice that needs to be made. And you know what? You say no one, no one. I appreciate you. I appreciate. <laughs> Thank you, you. And you're always. No one said it. Whenever I'm having these fights, you're yeah. always there. I'm there to and cool you down. And you say I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And they're like, "Hey, get fucking Gus out of this room." And I'm like, "I can't. He travels dimensions." <laughs> That's right. I, I got to have the camera. Yeah. And so I need to take all of the all of the sex tapes of all the dimensions. Yeah. So I can send them to the Hollywood TV shows of those dimensions. Again, I got to be careful. I cannot send a sex tape from one dimension and send it to a holiday TV show of another dimension. That's that's a that's a good legality to talk about. It really about is. Because the ramifications of that mm. are pretty intense. Yeah, you cannot directly document the actions of one dimension and uh, share it with another dimension. Right, because mm. like a Ramada in Burbank uh-huh. in one dimension 
is different than a Ramada in Burbank in another dimension. It's, a, it's Ramata with a T. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Ramata. Yeah, Ramata. Ramata. That's a, that's a big difference. It's you, a big difference. You think, you think it's, it won't change much, but it, it changes a lot. Yeah, so when you're like, when you're sending a, a sex tape over to CBS, uh-huh. and they're like, oh, well, where was this film? And you say Ramata. They're like, well, I don't know where that is. And they're so they look at you like you're like you're you're speaking French, and then their brain explodes, and mm-hmm. then now you're sitting there sopping up brain juice. It's pretty much committed murder. You did, yeah. And that and and talk about legalities. Murder is murder. But uh-huh. I mean, some I guess sometimes. <laughs> well, I don't want to say murder is murder because then that makes me question like that that puts me in a situation where like if say i committed murder i could get in trouble well no i mean that's why we have the multiple dimensions so that right. we all make mistakes we all make mistakes yeah, so that's why if, if you commit murder in one dimension you're like I, you know I, I didn't want to do that right. in hindsight i was i got ahead of myself you just go right. to another dimension you eliminate not murder but you eliminate your other dimensional self yeah. And then take over his entire identity and things are back to normal. <laughs> and that's yeah. And, yeah. And no, I mean you hit the nail right on the head. Absolutely. I don't think there's anything else to add with that. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got science fiction and legality. Legalities. And I feel like we covered it. I think so. But we we hit sort of the the the, the letter of the laws, but I feel like well, you know, I was going to say spirit of laws. We kind of got down to their their very essence and purpose, yeah. I, I'd say. Yeah. About, you know, if you don't follow certain rules, the whole fabric of space and time will implode and all existence as we know it will will just completely cease to be around. But some people can just have fun. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's why that's why look, in this dimension, we start wars cuz like this is this one don't count. <laughs> This one don't count. We're yeah. just supporting our troops. Yeah, sometimes when they're fun. like, hey, do you want to do an airstrike on this city? And I'm just like, I'm looking around and I'm like, man, this this, this one don't count. Yeah. I, whenever they ask me that you were doing an airstrike on this city, I'm like, why Why are you even asking me? Yeah. You know the answer is yes. It, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, yeah, you don't, you go you go to a steakhouse to say, you, you want to have a steak? Of course I want to get a course steak. Of course I want a steak. I don't go to Ruth's Chris to get a salad. Yeah. I don't, I don't march in. To another country with another country's armed forces to not launch an airstrike. Of course, I mean <laughs> that's what this dimension's for. Oh yeah, you got certain dimensions that are your airstrike dimensions. Uh-huh. You got certain dimensions that are your your like Miami fuck party dimensions. Oh yeah, and then you got certain dimensions where it's just like you you maybe want to get a graduate degree. Oh yeah, right? yeah. That that's the one I just. I don't, I don't remember the name. I just call it books. Yeah. <laughs> and I say, ooh, I'm Spend a lot of time on books. I'm not doing airstrikes in my book dimension. Definitely not. I'm not doing... I'm not a monster. I'm not doing book stuff in my Miami fuck party dimension. Oh, I don't want any book stuff in that Miami fuck party. And I'm party. not doing any fuck party stuff in my airstrike dimension. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Because I don't fuck where I airstrike. No, that, that is... That is an adage that is as old as time itself. Unless I want to. Oh, that's different. That's that's just having a good time. Yeah. Sometimes, look. Sometimes <laughs> if you do. If you just told, like, uh, uh, they got, got like a uh, an aviation officer, you just 
somehow convinced to order that airstrike. He said, "Hey, that was a good job, Chief. Hey, you wanna you wanna fuck? Hey, hey, you wanna test each other's strength? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just two men hey, who enjoy war and lovemaking. We're all sitting in this bomb shelter. Uh-huh. You wanna you wanna wrestle around, see what holes we can find? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good. That's my favorite pickup line. Hey, you wanna call me Cur- uh, Colonel Bowling Ball and find my holes?" <laughs> And and drop me down the lane for a strike. Mm-hmm. Is that you can yeah you can uh, uh you can get me a strike or a spare. You can even throw me in the gutter just so long as we play the game. Absolutely. You want to spit in my face and 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 kill me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that 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 pickup line doesn't get as much of a response. <laughs> that one that one's hard. That yeah. one's a hard one. Yeah. Even during the best airstrike, do you want to spit in my face and kill me? That one I've only gotten once, and then that person who actually agreed to that ended up um, attempting murder on you. Yeah, yeah. but then um, got exonerated, won a Golden Globe. Oh, yeah, nice. Brad Bradley Pitt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember. Oh, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Good for Brad Pitt. Oh man. Man, storied career doing he doing did. so much because of your actions. Absolutely. You you made him straight if, and narrow. If, I mean, go back to book dimension. He's he's just a, 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 a he's a he's a bum. He's a piece of oh, shit. Oh, piece of shit in book dimension. Oh, got absolutely. nothing going on. Nothing going on. Miami fuck party. I mean, he's all right. Good not great. Yeah, I'll shake his hand, but I won't have a conversation with him. Airstrike. I will. I, I will clear my calendar just to have dinner with Worship that man. the ground he walks on. <laughs> Absolutely. Worship the ground he walks on. <laughs> Real treat. That <laughs> airstrike dimension, Brad Pitt. Oh, man. Airstrike dimension, Brad Pitt. Man, good Lord. Good Lord. The artist of chaos. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that's what we call him. One time I called him that accidentally in the book dimension. And he just gave me this quizzical look and I realized, oh, that's right. You're just a piece of shit. Yeah, and you're just, just a dumb fucking community college asshole. And I, had, I had a mug of hot coffee and just tossed it in his uh, face oh and walked gosh. away. Yeah. That was the, that was probably the best. Hopefully, it was a wake-up call for him. Absolutely. <clears throat> best thing that ever happened to Book Dimension Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. And right now, I mean, he's got a full-time job at Baskin Robbins. So that's yeah. the best he's going to do. Yeah. Right, so when you poured hot coffee on his face, yeah, the, yeah. the most you inspired. I did out of a him, favor for him. Right. I gave him a job. Right, he dropped out of community college and then just fucking mm-hmm. he did. He went to get a full time job at Baskin Robbins. He did. He's doing now. He did. I hear he is not manager now. Yeah, he's not. He got demoted. He got demoted. Well, good. Because I was about to say, if he's not manager, then that Baskin Robbins is not doing. They well. They found too much cum in his <laughs> back pocket. That's that's about right. That's that sounds like book you mentioned, Brad Pitt. <laughs> they said, "Hey, if we, I ever heard about they said, it. hey, we found too much globs of cum in your back pocket." And he said, "Ooh, my my bad. I'm ooh, uh oh. It oh, looks yeah. like too, looks like too many people came back there." <laughs> and they just said, "Hey, well, how can you explain yourself?" And he's like, "Well, he's like, I don't, I, I didn't, I, I don't know. I thought I'd just not like I have a button right. back there. But yeah. It's an open pocket, so yeah, people it's, can it's, come in it." It's like I don't. Like I'm here, I want to have a good time, but like I'm also here to work. I'm not going to take off, like taking off my pants takes too much time, and I'm on the clock. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep. Yeah, I'm trying to keep my head. And I down. get that. I That's my, why they didn't fire him. Yeah, no, they just demoted him. Yeah, he's like, hey, you know, they came in my pocket while I was working. Uh-huh. I wasn't on break. Yeah, you know, like you know, I was I clocked in, clocked out. You know, I didn't I didn't violate my time. That, that's a that's a perfect yeah perfect impersonation. You know, when, when, I, when they came on me, I was on the clock, and I just kept my head down. I worked real hard. 
sir? And they said, okay, well, okay, so this cum, uh-huh. you you weren't slipping on the clock when this cum came. So, yeah, so, so you know, he, mm. he, he was by the book uh, cummed in. Yeah. <laughs> Textbook, model employee receiving cum uh, while... While going ahead and replacing tubs of that that mint chocolate chip. Yeah. So if you didn't if you didn't throw that hot coffee in his face, he would have just been cummed on, and he would have been lying. Yeah. No. He he wouldn't he wouldn't have had a managerial position to even have been demoted from. Yeah. Had I not spent that hot coffee in his face, he just would have been uh, uh, taking useless community college classes like accounting. <laughs> yep. And and. Spanish 101, which he took three times. Yeah, absolutely. Trace or Couldn't finish it because he had too much hot cum in his hands. <laughs> Way too much. Way too much hot cum. And he couldn't he couldn't uh, follow the enunciation of his words with his hands because so many glops of cum were falling everywhere. Well, you can't you can't take a standardized test when the pencil and also the scantron sheet keep sticking to your hands. Yeah, you got you got two fistfuls of hot cum. <laughs> try to do a hot try to do a class. Uh, Try like, to do a community college class. And actually, we uh, like that. That is a legitimate challenge that we do like all of our listeners to take on. Yeah, it's something that uh, Red and I do at least annually. <laughs> this is a social media challenge. Try to do your life with two two fistfuls of hot cum in your hands, and 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 try to Instagram it. And and show us how, what kind of funny hijinks you get into after other people have jizzed into your hands. Oh, and don't just put it on the story of your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Put it put it on a full on post so that it can it can be seen longer than twenty four hours after the fact on your Instagram account. And if you just do it to your story, we'll uh-huh. comment on your story saying, "Uh oh, pussy patrol," <laughs> yeah. and then we'll, we'll find do you. That. We'll find you when we'll leave buckets of hot cum for you to use. Yeah, because, I mean, we want to set you up for success. Yeah, I mean, that's our number one. We actually run a charity called Hot Cums for Your Hands, and it's pretty simple. We don't ask for financial donations. <laughs> all we all. ask for, I and mean, we don't even ask for cum, because nope. all the cum comes from us. We got plenty. Yeah, oh, yeah, because at this More point. More than enough, really. Yeah, I mean, my mushroom tip was blown off uh, by a Nerf gun accident uh-huh. in Idaho Falls. So, what I have is just this almost like sawed off shotgun <laughs> of cum ability. It, it's like it's like a like a, a a sprinkler system that won't stop. Absolutely, there's no there's it, nothing's getting caught in the shaft. No, nothing's drying up there. It's just pure ball sack to base of penis cum drenching. And I'm not as uh, uh, naturally equipped to produce a lot of semen myself, but I'm, I'm just. Got a lot of elbow grease and a lot of dedication to the cause. Absolutely. You got a blue collar cum style. I do. It right. is straight up. It's nothing fancy, but it gets the job done. You had to work hard for it. You're I, like I work hard. You're like the Rudy of coming. Uh, I have uh, gotten tennis elbow and carpal <laughs> tunnel syndrome on a number of occasions. And that's all in your dick. It's not even in your... You have tennis elbow in your dick. I, I do. And it's... Oh, uh, actually, I got it in my arm suit just, just from the masturbating as well. Okay, a lot, a so lot of So you got full body ten- tennis yeah, but elbow. I, but I did get. T- you're right, though. I did get tennis elbow and carpal tunnel in my dick. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah. I didn't even know I had the, the the body parts capable of doing that. But I got it. Also, my dick has gout. <laughs> you got a fat, sore dick. It is. It's just like one four and a half inch callus. <laughs> It used to be just three and a half inch, but there's so much callus that it added another inch. 
And you really cracked the code. Oh, yeah. You said, hey, get that callus, get them inches. And, that, and that's that's the testament to being a hardworking American. You can get that extra inch. You know, and we talk about science That's fiction. what they say. It's a game of inches. That's what they talk about. <laughs> we talk about science fiction. We talk about legalities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But really, it comes back to just blue-collar, honest, hard work. That's right. Because you know, no matter what dimension you're in and what laws you're following, honest, blue-collar, hard work is always going to pay off. That's, that's what it is. So what you got here? is a blue-collar, honest, hard-working song mm. about science fiction and legalities. Enjoy. Enjoy.